This is the Elevators Podcast. We discuss all things elevating your life, work, and relationships as you are building your business and yourself. Here is your host, yours truly, Dylan Buck. All right. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is for you. Welcome back to the Elevators Podcast. Uh, have you ever heard a negative stereotype about salespeople and therefore maybe been embarrassed to tell someone what you do? Um, if you've ever found yourself talking more than you're listening in presentations, or if you've ever been intimidated at all, intimidated, excuse me, at all, uh, when you come across someone that already has supplemental coverage, then this episode is for you, right? Because most people do, especially in the beginning. Uh, but right now I'm sitting here with Amberly Kessler. What's up, Amberly? Hey. Hey, hey. Uh, Amberly is a top sales professional and soon to be market director. Uh, she performs exceptionally well in every category of our career. But we are sitting here at the Live Hotel in Dallas, about to go to the Cowboys game tomorrow. Uh, we've got portable podcast gear. <laughs> go Cowboys. Gear. Go Cowboys. We got the portable podcast gear. And uh, I'm so glad we do because this stuff is gold. Uh, we're going to talk about some stuff right here in the beginning that'll help just with your overall mindset in selling. And then I will pass it over to Amber Lee to walk through a very effective strategy that you can use in our business and in life. Sounds good. Let's do it. Um, and I guess the reason why, you know, we need to talk about integrity and selling before we jump into clasp is because that's really what CLASP is for, is to make sure that we are selling the right way, which is is not persuading someone to buy something. It's not convincing someone to buy something that they don't need. Mm -hmm. Really, when we break it down, all sales is and all sales should be is finding a need and filling it. But... Over the years, especially back in the day, we had so many people do this so wrong. Like Dylan, when you think about a salesperson, what are some negative connotations that come to your head? Uh, sleazy, conniving, manipulative. Uh, yeah, trying to trying to convince someone to buy something they don't actually want or need. Uh, those are some of the first few. Yeah, exactly. Just like the snake oil, you know, money hungry, thinking about themselves, selfish, what's in it for me kind of people. And unfortunately, a lot of those are, you know, they're very real, right? They're stereotypes because those things exist. It's just very, very low level selling. Absolutely. Yeah. We've all sat across from that type of salesperson. Right. The person that typically comes to mind is like the the sleazy car salesman, right? <laughs> Who, you know, is just going to do whatever he can and throw in all these kinds of bells and whistles you don't actually need to make you pay way more than you actually should for what you're getting. And when you think of those negative connotations, right, whether it be sleazy, dishonest, um, selfish, it's because those salespeople are doing a lot more talking. Well, let me show you this. Well, let me give you, and, and you really need this. And let me tell you about this thing, then this, 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 this. <laughs> and it's again, telling people what they need versus what is sales? Finding a need and filling it. 
Right. They're telling people what they need versus finding the need. Um, and the best way that we find a need is doing what? Asking questions. Yes. Asking good questions. And listening well. Exactly. And so that is what CLASP is, is it's just a, a sequence of questions that we can ask to find a need to help build trust and when and sell with integrity, right? We've all heard that you want to be interested before interesting. It's the same concept where we're trying to get to know them in their situation, find their need versus tell them what we think they need. Mm-hmm. And it's especially true when it comes to things like flipping over business. Um, what are what are some other companies that you've run into on the field that have already had policies or people that already have policies? So you got Aflac, Colonial, Combined, um, MetLife, uh, Washington National. Those are some of the most common. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're going to talk about CLASP in the sense of flipping over other business, all those companies that you just listed. But I think important to note before we jump into the technical, what CLASP means, it's understanding that none of those companies are bad. Right. None of them are, are doing something wrong. Like when someone tells you that they have a policy with someone else, you should get excited for them and say, great, that I'm so glad that you have some protection. And even if those companies are doing something wrong, it's not our job to identify that. Right. We're going to have them identify that. (laughs) (laughs) That's what class is for. Um, But we want to make people feel good about decisions that they've made. And so often what we see with agents, new and old, is when they hear things like, I have another policy already. Dylan, what's people's first initial gut reaction as agents? Oh, what do you, this is why we're better. This is, you know, trying to give them every single reason in the book why what they have is terrible and what and why what we have is better. Exactly. People's initial reaction is to fence. Their initial reaction is to say, well, this is why we're better. Oh, you have Aflac? Oh, you're going to love us then. We we give you your money back. Aflac doesn't even give you your money back. And blah, 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 blah. And they start talking, 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 right? What they don't realize is number one, that was an emotional reaction. They reacted. They didn't respond. And with that reaction, all they're doing is losing trust. And so what CLASP is, is we are going to go through a sequence of questions that are going to help us to build trust and get people on our side, find their need before, and that will help us convert a lot more people over from other companies. Anything you want to add before we dive in? I think you got it. Okay. So CLASP, C-L-A-S-P. C in CLASP just stands for currently. So when someone says, um, yeah, actually, 
I have uh, policies like this. I have a, I think I have, I guess it's, it's Aflac, right? We're just going to use Aflac for the example because that's what we see most often. Currently means just get to know their current situation. Ask them more questions. You have Aflac? Cool. That's awesome. What do you, what do you have with Aflac? Is it a cancer policy? Is it an accident policy? Is it life insurance? Now, a lot of the times... You just have dental. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. Is sometimes people might not even have supplemental. Right. We've got dental and vision and life insurance. <laughs> Perfect. We want you to keep that. <laughs> or knowing the difference if it's short-term disability versus long-term disability. Because again, that's also different than what we do. And... A lot of the times you'll even hear people say, oh yeah, I've, I've got a policy like this. I'm good. I'm good. I've got a policy like this. Just keep slowing down, right? And asking them more about it. What do you have? Is it Aflac? Is it Colonial? Does it pay you directly whenever you get hurt or sick? Or does it pay the doctors and hospitals? When you start to slow down and ask people more questions, I'll say that 60% of the time, they actually don't know what they have. So true. And what they have isn't what we do. <laughs> so anyways, going back to, let's say they know they have Aflac, they have a cancer plan, let's say. Uh, more currently questions are, awesome, it's a good choice. Cancer feels like it's everywhere, right? H- how long have you had it? The policy. Oh, 10 years. Okay, awesome. You know, uh, wh- how, who, who is your agent? Did they come in here to the office? Was it a friend of yours that reached out to you? Was it at a different job that you had before this? Like, when did you take out the policy? Okay. Uh, why did you take out the policy, right? So just asking them more questions about their current situation. Another good currently question is, when's the last time you've seen your agent? Mm. What's, what's your agent's name? you don't know their name okay right and so currently about their current situation after currently the l in clasp stands for like what do they like about their current situation now most people are afraid to ask this question most people skip this step. Dylan, why do most people skip this step? Because they think they need to help the other person realize why they shouldn't like their current situation as opposed to understanding the reasons why they like it because this, the reasons that they like their situation are the same reasons they're going to like what we offer. Exactly. Uh, it's, it's just a scarcity mentality to think, well, if I get them thinking about what they like about their current situation, then... I don't want to remind them what they like because then they might not want to switch over to us. And you said it right of when you ask them what they like, they are literally saying, this is why I buy. So an examples of some answers you might hear are, well, I just really liked the guy. You know, the guy was awesome. He was, he was super sweet, super cool. Um, just a really good agent. You know, I just really trusted him. Okay. Some other answers you hear are, well, cancer runs super heavy in our family 
And so I like the idea that I'll be protected if something does happen. We watched my mom go through cancer and she lost everything. So I like the peace of mind that that wouldn't happen to us. Or um, I just like, you know, how cheap it is. I figured, I mean, it was, and that's another currently question. How much are you paying, right? I like that it's, you know, 20 bucks a paycheck. I don't really have to think about it. It just comes out every month, right? So ask them what they like about their current situation. Next dun, 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 is A, which is alter. And this is where we ask them what they would change, what they would want to alter about their current situation. And this is where we are trying to dig into and find pain points. And so when you ask someone, okay, you've had Aflac for 10 years, you pay this much, you have a cancer plan. Gotcha. Well, I guess if you could change anything about your current situation, you know, working with Aflac, what would it be? If there could be something different, what would it be? And the question or the answer I'll say that I get most often when I ask this is, I don't know. I've never had to use it. <laughs> I don't know what I've changed. I'll, I've, I would change. I've never had to use it. Right. And ding, ding, ding. Uh huh. <laughs> and I'll say this so quickly. People want to, when they hear that say, Oh, well, I mean, ours actually gives you your money back if you don't use it. So isn't that so awesome? Like here, let's do this. And, and you're, they're missing a huge opportunity. They just gave me a pain point. So I'm just going to listen. Right. And I'm just taking this deposit I'm just hold I'm holding the, the talk rock. Okay. Cause until clasp is over, it's not my time to talk yet. So instead of butting in, I'm going to slow down and ask, Another question. You've never had to use it. Huh. You've had it for 10 years. Huh. You said you're paying how much a month? Huh. Dang. Huh. Probably nice if you could just get that all back, huh? Yeah, that would be nice. They still don't know that I offer return a premium product. <laughs> okay. Now another pain point you might hear from folks is, gosh, well, I tried to file a claim and filing claims was super difficult. I tried to file a claim five years ago and just never happened. Uh, I couldn't get the paperwork figured out. Hmm. Tell me about that. <laughs> That's super frustrating. And there's a small technique called CPR that I'm not going to go into today, but when we're finding pain points, I'll just say this, it's important to dig deeper when people are going surface level. So when people say something surface level, like, well, filing claims was a pain in the ass. That's what I would change. Instead of, oh, I bet you it is a pain in the ass. We're so much better. And then just moving on saying, gosh, tell me about that. Yeah. What was so frustrating? Yeah. Why was, why was that so frustrating for you? Hmm. Man. Okay. So just sitting with them in their pain. Um, so alter, what would you change about your current situation? 
Next is S, which all that means is signer. You just want to make sure that you are talking to the right person, the person who can make that decision. A good way to ask that, is there anyone else, you know, who needs to be here to, to make this decision? And then last is P, paint the picture. And all we do with painting the picture is repeating back everything that the person just told us. It sounds something like this. So Dylan, if I'm hearing you right, it sounds like uh, you've been with Aflac for about 10 years now. Yep. You've had your, your accident policy with them and you just like having that peace of mind, right? Just for knowing sure. that it's there for you, especially in the line of work that you do. It's important. Right. Um, but it also sounds a little frustrating that you've never had to use it. And that money has just kind of gone down the drain every month and you'll never know if you're going to see it. Yeah. I mean, I definitely don't like wasting money, um, but I do like having that peace of mind. So it's for, good. For sure. Yeah. I mean, it's a good decision to have that. Like I said, especially with what you do. Again, reinforcing their decision that they made. Uh, but Dylan, if I could show you something that could give you that same peace of mind, you know, as far as benefits go, pay cash luckily to you if you did get hurt or sick, that would also actually give you your money back if you didn't use it. Is that something that you'd want to take a five minute look at? I don't see why not, but if you guys do that, how do you make money? Hmm. Good question. I'll get there. I promise. Hmm. But is that something you want me to give you a quick look at? Uh, sure. Cool. Right. I'm asking the questions because <laughs> again, and I will circle back and I will answer that, but I'm going to talk about that during the return of premium page, not breaking momentum in my sales cycle before I'm about to go into the demo. For sure. Would you agree? Yeah, no, I would totally agree. Um, and so the idea is, guys, when we're going through CLASP and at the end there where we ask, you know, is that something that you'd want me to give you a quick look at? Or is that something you'd want to hear more about? The answer 90% of the time is yeah, for sure. And so at this point, they are wanting to see it. They are asking you to show them they are open-minded, they trust you, they're excited about it versus if we did this the opposite way, which is, yeah, I have Aflac. Oh, okay, well, we give you your money back if you don't use it and I can show you this, da 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 da, da and then just start showing them. <laughs> so do we, do we see the difference here? And at the end of the day, what we're doing, what, what this is, is just a soft close, when they say yes to little things, it's just kind of getting them on the yes train to when we start filling out the application, they're going to say yes to that too, to the big decision. Uh, Building yes momentum throughout the, the entire last part of the presentation. Yes. Using that yes momentum. I love that. Um, exactly. Yes momentum. Some other forms of soft closes we call them trial closes. Trial closing questions are in the demo, right? You're asking, can you see how that would help out if you were laid up for a while? Yes. Hmm. Can you see why I have so many people in the construction industry pick this up? Yes. Can you see why I have so many business owners pick this up? Yes. 
Um, can you see how that's totally different than your health insurance? Yes. These are all trial closing questions that we cannot skip because as Dylan said, we're building yes momentum throughout the most important parts of our presentation. Now, CLASP is something that we can use not just in flipping over Aflac or any other company. It's a technique that we can use in our general sales talk already has CLASP pretty much built into it. Now, CLASP is something that we can use not only when flipping over other policies, other companies. Another really easy way to use CLASP is with field recruiting. Mm. So when you come across somebody that you like a lot, has a good energy, um, I love that Brian Avers talks about the best person to field recruit is the person who loves their job, even if they're in a really crappy job. (laughs) Um, And so you find someone you like and you ask them about their current situation. How long have you worked at the bank? Gotcha. Wow. 15 years. Goodness. What did you do before this? Okay. Are you from here originally? Got it. Okay. Ask them what they like about where they work. What do you like about working at the bank? Okay. What would you change if you could about working here? Oh man, they work me crazy hours. You know, I just, uh, I have to put in overtime or working on Saturdays. Yeah. Working on Saturdays. I don't get paid anything or I work just as hard as Sheila over here and she makes more than I do. Get a week off every year. Ugh, gross. (laughs) Yes, all the things. There's so many pain points to find in uh, in people's current job situation. And and again, when they give you that stuff, it's not saying, well, I, I get to make my own schedule and you know the company pays for me to go on vacations and let me show you what I do. It's, gosh, honestly, that sounds like it sucks. <laughs> or like that must be frustrating, right? Just like leveling with people, sitting in that pain. Because an important thing to note is if people do not feel enough pain, they will never make a change. Mm. We have to make people uncomfortable. We have to, like, people don't make change unless they're uncomfortable. So it's helping them sit in that pain for a second and then asking them, well, Dylan, you know, if... If I'm hearing you right, you've worked at the bank for 15 years. You, I mean, genuinely like it a lot here. You like the people that you work with. Um, you do really well here. It's just, man, two, two weeks off a year is not enough. And you're just not getting paid what you're worth. Does that sound right? Yeah. And well, you know, if I could show you something, you know, that could give you all the things that you liked, work with cool people, have a good culture, something that I think you would do really well at, but also give you a lot more time off a year uh, and pay you what you're worth. Is that something you'd want to look into at all? Is that something you want more information about? Yeah, I'd love to hear about it. Awesome. So what I'm going to do is send you this video, right? And so again, they're asking for it by that point. I'm not telling them I found a need and now I am filling that need with what we do. Amen. 
And uh, yeah, I think that's called uh, inspirational dissatisfaction where people are so displeased with their current situation that it finally propels them into some kind of um, excitement or just rambunctious vigor uh, (laughs) that allows them to ultimately get to wherever that next step is that they need to go. Like I think about it in when you are laying in bed at night and you're so comfy oh, and you're just warm and snuggly and then, oh shoot, I have to pee. (laughs) And you sit there and just argue with yourself back and forth. Like, I don't have to go that bad. I don't have to go that bad. I don't have to go that bad. And it has, yeah. And (laughs) the longer you sit in the uncomfortable, the more uncomfortable it gets, you're not going to get up and get out of your warm sheets unless it's super uncomfortable, unless you're feeling the pain of really having to go. Yeah. That's a great point. (laughs) So finally you leave your comfortable situation and then come back to a more comfortable situation because now you don't have to pee. <laughs> so it's just like switching over people uh, with Aflac. I mean, they're in a comfortable situation, right? They've got some coverage, but they can be in a much better situation with us with better benefits, get their money back if they don't use it, have an agent that cares about them and it's going to hold their hand through any kind of claims process and stuff like that. Um that is that is why we make people uncomfortable. It's uh, caring enough about people to sit in their pain with them because it's uncomfortable to ask these questions sometimes. For sure it is. You know? Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> hopefully most people have heard that the people that are, the people that care the most about you are the ones that are going to be the most honest with you. And that doesn't necessarily mean they're always going to tell you what you want to hear. Um, just like a few episodes ago, we talked about the best coach that you've ever had. Generally, the pe- the coaches that are really good are the ones that care the most. And because they care so much, the natural byproduct of that caring is telling you exactly what you need to hear. And a lot of the times when we think about there's this whole concept is when you are being coached, if someone's just telling you what you should do, is that ever very effective? No. Now, what is the most effective way to get people to make change? What's the most effective like way to coach somebody? Uh, ask them questions so they can teach themselves. Exactly. Get them to realize what they need to do. I could tell Dylan what he needs to do, but it's just going to go right over his head. But if I ask him enough questions so that he realizes what he needs to do and he tells me, wow, you know what, Amberly? I think this is what I should do. That is going to help him make change. For sure. And we talked about that in the last episode also, right? People believe 50% of what we're saying, 75% of what other people say, and 100% of what they say. And typically when they will actually lend us their trust or give us that, that, hey, if this person says it, I trust it 100%, is when we have influence over them. And generally when we are cold calling, we're not going to develop a level of influence over a prospect to the point where they're going to believe everything that we say, which is why they have, they're the, they're the one that has the full influence over themselves. So when we are asking those questions and listening to their responses, they are believing everything that they say, right? So can you see why this would be really helpful or based on everything I've shown you, what did you like best about everything? And then they say the reasons that they liked it. They say the things that were really they thought they think would be really helpful for them. And they believe every single point that they make. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so just tying it all in, I mean, like that is what integrity selling looks like 
is caring about people enough to ask them the questions, to be to be quick to listen instead of quick to speak and really dig into what is going to help them make the best decision for them, not throwing up on them what we think right. that they should do. Right. And, and with that, it's, it's important to have that product conviction so that you can really dive into these things because we, we sell the best supplemental product on the market, right? We don't do health insurance. We don't do um, dental or vision or anything like that. And we don't diversify as much as a lot of other companies do so that we can be the best in the business when it comes to the supplemental realm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And something that I will also say whenever I either sit down with people or, um, when they tell me they have another company like Aflac, for example, I'll say, awesome. Um, that's really great. Aflac does a lot of things that we don't do. We do a lot of things that Aflac doesn't do here. I'll show you. And that's how I get the sit down and then start clasp. Right. So it's just very chill, very much. Nothing's a big deal taking a deep breath. I remember I used to walk into businesses and when they told me they already used another company, I would, oh, I'd get that pit in my stomach and be upset and fight with people. And (laughs) uh, it just was not effective until I realized, you know, the real reason why they weren't buying from me is they didn't trust me. So going back into just when you're hearing that stuff is to take a deep breath. Right. And level yourself out and ask more questions. So good. I hope you guys are taking notes or retaining some of this. I, and this would definitely be one to listen back through multiple times to, to really hone in on these skills and, you know, just kind of rattling back through some of the main points, right? When you go into a business and somebody gives you, you know, to let you know that they're, they're already working with another business, don't fence, right? Don't take the sword out. Just sit there and sit with them in that situation, right? Use clasp, right? What do they like? What is their current situation? What do they like? right? What would they like to alter? Are they the signer, right? Are you talking to the decision maker and paint the picture, right? AKA fill their need. Amberly, so fun to be here with you. Thank you for sharing some of this wisdom with the group. I'm sure everybody's gonna be super grateful and I hope you guys implement this stuff immediately in the field. Because again, it does not matter how much you know, it matters what you use, what you know. Mm-hmm. This has been an Elevated Podcast production. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to check out our Instagram page at Elevated Financial. Like, share, and let us know what you want to hear more of.